Mayfield and Beloved presents Camp Here and There. Episode 32, The Pyre of the Muse. Ho, assorted breakfast wanters! It's 8.60 in the morning, and the moon, you'll note, is acting like it. That is, she's nowhere to be seen. How sad. It seems she's shelved her dreams of self-actualization in favor of what she feels is her duty. Well, if it was up to me, I'd say that the moon should be wherever she wants to be, and to hell with the ties that bind her! Abandon us to the night! We can handle it. Ah, to overthrow nature. Anyway, in light of recent events, I'm saddled with the unfortunate task of letting you all know that the nurse's office is on semi-lockdown until further notice, and anyone who desires medical attention must be personally escorted by Jedediah in order to be allowed inside. I really am sorry for this, because the possibility that some of you might experience a delay in care is distressing, but we simply can't take any risks about someone unwelcome slipping in. I reassure you that I'm still looking after them! Look, I'm waving through the window. Do you see me? Not much to report this morning, thanks to the extended security measures you've already been briefed on. Nothing too crazy has had the opportunity to happen. I guess the most interesting thing that has happened was that failed ritual Cabin Dung Beetles seemed to carry out this morning. What was the deal with that? All of you marched out to the bonfire in a phalanx, holding the once-stolen sentimental objects that the Elephant Man mysteriously returned last week, and you tossed them into the flame. Then you stood there, holding hands and chanting, as if... Well, I'm not sure I want to guess. <laughs> Anyhow, nothing really happened, and in the end, you all slowly drifted away like a bunch of disappointed continents. But, uh, forgive me if I'm a bit, um, jumpy today. W was all of that- Ah! Look who it is. Jedediah, come on in. Mallory scraped her knee. Oh dear, alright. Take a seat in that cot, Mallory. We'll have a look at you as soon as the announcement's done. Is that all, Jedi? I, uh, I just wanted to let you know that the delivery is on track to arrive this evening. Thank you, Jedediah, for telling me. Well, kids, we're about done with the announcements anyway, aren't we? Stay extra safe today. I'll see you all at lunch, or sooner, if you happen to get hurt. Remember, go to Jedediah. And have a merry breakfast, you all.
Breathe out, campers. We've clawed our way to another lunchtime, and it may have left our fingers bloody, but hey, what are forks for? I want to thank all the children who are reporting their Elephant Man sightings to me. It is a comfort for me to know exactly what he's up to, even if it's exactly what I expected him to be up to. That is, being a creep. Reports claim he's acting quite brazen, not even retreating when spotted, just staring at passerby and eliciting small doses of that terrible, uncontrollable fervor. He appears to be watching for something. The right opportunity to strike, perhaps? Like yesterday, I advise you all to be on your guard and run away if you encounter him. And if he fills any of you counselors with fervor, you should use that motivation to, like, attack him. By the way, with regard to the people who have started pranking the splendid advice unicorn by playing him recordings of his own advice back to him, which he then proceeds to follow since it's so convincing, he has informed us that it's within our best interests to... Elijah. Elephant Man is outside my window. He's right there. Right outside my window with his face and his hands pressed up to the glass. No mask. He's just looking at me. The window. It doesn't seem to block his power at all. <laughs> Have you ever been so scared you wanted to run, but so drowsy you couldn't if you tried? It's a... it's a unique experience. Would... would recommend. Uh, uh, um, any, any help would be, would be nice. Um, any counselors listening? Campers, don't, 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 don't trouble yourselves. But if any counselors could come over and yell, scare him off, I... He's, he's just looking at me. I got, got, gotta stay awake. I, I look at the floor. Look at the little stains and cracks in the linoleum tile. <laughs> that one's shaped kind of like an aardvark. No one's here. No one in the window. No need to look up. Nothing. He's, he's still here. He's just looking at me. Where is everyone? Am I alone? No one's coming. Where's Jedediah? Someone help me. I'm alone with him. He's looking at me. Get away! Get away! Oh my god! Back! Okay. He's gone. Where? Did you get that gun? It's Lucille's. She's letting you borrow it? Kind of. Jedediah! Can we discuss this when the loudspeaker is off? Uh, okay. Uh, I need a hug. Ah. Yeah, here. <laughs> what? You are so bad at hugging. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mother never taught me. Mine neither. You don't see me making excuses. Sorry.
<clears throat> campers, I'm sorry you had to hear all that. I, I can't. <laughs> Have a good lunch, campers. Good evening, campers. The afternoon has staggered by, leaving fear unresolved in its wake. Since the incident at lunch, no further sightings of the Elephant Man have been reported. I'm not letting my guard down, but I'm glad that you all seem to be feeling okay. Some of you seem positively jolly, even. Like earlier today, I saw the kids of Cabin Dung Beetle prancing around and whispering together, having a grand old time. In fact, I see them outside my window now. They're all in a group. They're heading towards the bonfire. Natsume's got something in his arms. A big jar of ultraviolet glittery powder. Is that nightmare powder? Yes. Oh, shit! Got a package here for, uh, uh, Jadetta Dadia? Jad, uh, Jadetta, uh, a J name. Any Jadetta Dadia's in here? We got a package for you! I gotta say, Tony, this room looks pretty, uh, what's the word, uh... Empty? Yes. Yeah, Tony. Empty. It's kinda empty in here. Well, look around. This was the delivery address. He's gotta be hiding in here somewhere. The two, the two of you, did, did, did you see Sydney on your, on your way in here? Hey, there's a guy right there. Ah, good eye, Tony. Might even be the specific guy we're looking for. I don't know. Jedi D is a stupid name for an ugly loser. This guy's only one of those things. Good point. I don't have time for the whole routine today. By the by, glasses guy. You happen to know what exactly is going on in this camp here on this day? It's Sodom and Gomorrah out there. Everyone running and screaming and tearing at their face flesh like they got busted by the bulls. It's crazy out there. These folks have a shindig get out of hand. Oof, we've been there. Oh yeah, we've been there. <laughs> I can tell you stories. <laughs> can you both shut up? Whoa, whoa there, buddy. No need to get worked up. Cool your jets, horse. No need to make a fuss. Take it easy. Did you see Sydney on your way in here? That's all you need to say. Did you see Sydney? Uh, Sydney. Uh, don't know anybody named Sydney, horse. You've delivered a package to him before. You, you liked him. He, he's he's pretty short. Mm. His hair is dark mm. and really long. Oh, 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 oh! Kind of um. Uh. Kind of, uh... Yeah, kind of a curvaceous guy, no? Uh, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of a voluptuous fella. You don't often see hips like that on a man. It's refreshing. That's exactly what it is, Tony. Yes. It's refreshing. Yes. I support it wholeheartedly. So, uh, we talking about the curvy guy? There are some 
serious issues with identifying him that way. But I... Well, don't beat around the bush. Are you talking about the curvy guy or not? I do think we're talking about the same person. Hey, Tony, why this guy refused to admit that this Sydney of his is a voluptuous, full-figured man? I can't say I quite get it either, Tony. I asked you a simple question. You're only disservicing your friend here by denying his assets. You ashamed of him or something? You think there's something wrong with the way he was made? I don't... I admit huh? he does have huh? nice hips. Oh, well, now you're just fetishizing him. Deplorable. Did you see Sydney leaving or not? Oh, yeah, just a few minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, well, he was sort of unconscious. Yeah, he looked sound asleep, and he was being carried by some guy wearing um, a funny mask. Looked like uh... Uh, an elephant. Right, an elephant. Thank you. I have to go. Wait! You package, you quack! Right. Uh, thank you. Jeez. What was the deal with that guy, Tony? Some people, Tony. Some people. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Lucille, hey, I know you don't check your voicemail, but I guess I'm hoping that if I die tonight, you'll feel motivated to listen to this. I don't know. Either way, I have to say something to someone. So... Here's what you've missed since the last time you locked your office door. The kids in Cabin Dung Beetle, I guess the elephant man, uh, talked them into helping him. They dumped all of their nightmare powder, all at once, into the bonfire. While everyone was freaking out, having fucked up hallucinations, the elephant man swooped in. It was, it was the perfect setup, because he got to rescue us. His weird fervor effects, they, they canceled out the nightmare powder, or distracted us from it. He, he dragged everyone up out of the hell he'd created and filled them with the cleansing light of his faith. I don't think anyone else in camp actually worships Sydney like this guy does. But he takes their fears and gives it a direction. I think they worship that. So they let him take Sydney away. I was... 
I mean, I, I don't really know how to explain it, but the Elephant Man's powers don't work on me. I have no idea why. Maybe I just... Well, I could theorize, but the point is that they don't. So while everyone else was aglow with the saving joy of a new purpose, I was still in the nightmare realm. I was pretty dizzy, not very stable. I tried to chase after the congregation as they left, but... Anyway. The point is, he took Sydney into the forest. And everyone. He took everyone into the forest. But you, of course, and whatever they're gonna do in there. So now I'm in the forest, trying to kill a priest. I have no idea where they are. Despite the commotion, just a few minutes ago, everything's quiet now. And the trees seem to twist and shift frantically like they're filled with a fervor of their own. I brought one of your guns with me. Sorry. But I don't really know how to use it, and I don't want to accidentally kill a kid, so it's just for a show. You keep saying you're going to teach me. Get on that. But but I've, I've got something else, too. A secret weapon that might save our lives. See, Sydney told me this story. How uh, one night, um, the elephant man was looking in through the window when the power went out and it disturbed him so much he just ran away. Me and Sydney think that what actually freaked him out was his own reflection. If his power is activated by sight, maybe we can turn it against him, right? So, I ordered a handheld mirror. When the time is right, I'll hold it up to his face and pray. I know this is going to be hard for you, but I'd really appreciate it if you called in the authorities as quickly as possible. If the mirror ploy works, we'll need someone to take the elephant man away. If it doesn't, we'll need someone equipped to handle the situation in the forest. And one last thing. On the off chance that Sydney comes back to camp and I don't, please play the following portion of this message for Sydney. Today's episode was written by Blue Mayfield and Nicholas Belove. The part of Sydney Sargent was played by Blue Mayfield. The part of Jedediah Martin was played by Nicholas Belove. The part of Lucille Bertuccelli was played by Susan Duhan. The part of Tony One was played by Tom Antonellis. The part of Tony Two was played by Gianni Machograno. Camp Here and There is the sole intellectual property of its production company, Mayfield and Belove. All music composed by Will Wood and produced by Jonathan Maisto. Sound editing by Emily Safko and Blue Mayfield. Special thanks to our patrons, Chance M. Chai Teacup, Sunflower Prince, Lark Pelletier, Axolotl Mint Addison, Maxine, Sodar, and Connor H. For behind-the-scenes material, exclusive canonical content, interactive events, and early episode access, consider signing up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash mayfieldandbelove. Our Discord server is a great place to meet like-minded fellows and discuss today's episode. Find the link at mayfieldandbelove.com. Lastly, if you'd like to support us, the best thing you can do is to spread the word about the show. Thank you for listening to Camp Here and There, and remember... They call it a heartbeat because your heart looks like a beat, like the vegetable.